Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. Welcome aboard. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler, coming to you this weekend from the Anthony Dias Blue Lifestyle Studios in Los Angeles, California. Good news this week. Norwegian Cruise Lines has reversed itself and will continue to allow passengers to take doggy bags for meals back to their cabins. Yeah, it's true. The rule against brown bags was instituted after cruise line staffers spotted too many dirty trays and plates and glasses in the hallway, but apparently, hallways, I should say, but apparently a loud protest has convinced the cruise line execs to change their mind. In a minute, a bit more serious travel news. Let me first tell you that you're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. And coming up this hour, it's the 60th anniversary of Disneyland. James Schillinglaw joins me to take stock of all that Disney has wrought in these six decades. Then you've heard that phrase over and over, bucket list. Bucket list. In, are you seeing Venice is on my bucking, bucket list? Well, have you ever wondered where the heck that phrase came from anyway? We've got a linguist in the house today, Ben Zimmer, who will explain the rather bizarre and circuitous route that has led to that modern-day use of the phrase bucket list. And buying wine's a big deal for an airline. An airline buys a lot of it. It's got to taste good at high altitude. And the wine must match the zeitgeist of the airline serving it. Master sommelier Andrea Robinson buys wine for Delta Airlines. She describes the extensive process that leads to that glass of wine in your hand when aloft. Then Dr. Beach, also known as Dr. Stephen Leatherman, does an annual survey of the best 10 beaches in America. He's here later, he's here later this hour to reveal the top several beaches in these United States. First, a quick look at some of this week's news and travel. Well, this probably doesn't come as shocking news to you, but Malaysia Airlines said this week it's technically bankrupt, quote-unquote. The airline, of course, had a miserable year last year with the disappearance of one of its jetliners and the shooting down of another over eastern Ukraine. But the airline's duly appointed chief executive officer says the airline was in financial trouble even before those tragic events due to the growth of competitive, low-cost airlines in the region. A restructuring of Malaysia Airlines will cut that airline's workforce by one-third. As we've reported in this show, major U.S. airlines are working hard to funnel customers to their own websites to buy tickets. Southwest never has allowed third-party websites, such as Expedia, Orbitz, or Travelocity, to display its flights and fares. Last week, Delta removed its flights and fares from a couple of small third-party websites. Across the pond in Europe, Lufthansa has let some third-party websites know that beginning in September... It's going to levy an $18 booking fee on passengers who use them to purchase an online ticket. Excuse me, an online airline ticket. All of this, of course, makes it more difficult for you and me to compare airfares side by side. And one more little piece of airline news. The only major U.S. carrier whose pilots aren't unionized this week announced its pilots had voted to join the main pilots' union. Virgin America's 612 pilots will join the Airline Pilots Association that vote passed by a three-to-one margin. The airline began flying eight years ago. It's got 2,500 employees. This week, the U.S. Travel Association held an annual meeting in Orlando. It's meant to familiarize foreign travel journalists with U.S. travel companies and destinations. Robert and Mary Carey were there, and I wanted to check in with them and see what went down there. What went down there, down there? Was it a big weekend in Orlando, Robert and Mary? It was a big week, a big week for sure, Rudy. Uh, there were... You know, this is the largest single generator of travel to the U.S. Uh, there were about 6,500 delegates 
from 74 different countries. And uh, um, there, there, was a, there was an awful lot going on, absolutely. I think there's a buzz out there right now that um, there's a lot of concern amongst the U.S., uh, CVBs, different destinations and so forth, about a lot of Americans are going to be headed to Europe this, uh, this year because of the favorable exchange rate. So that, that really was there. Uh, but, you know, as you just mentioned, there were, there were 550 attendees from me members of the media. There were 1,500 international travel buyers. There were 100,000 pre-scheduled meetings. So it was the, the buzz and a lot of activity going on in Orlando. Well, it sounds like that's good. There's a lot of travel. Uh, also, uh, Europeans and folks whose currency have suffered against the dollar face a more expensive visit if they, they come here. But still, travel does seem to be robust. CVBs, of course, are convention and visitors bureaus. And as I recall from attending this once years ago with you, Bob, when this radio show started, they set up booths and, and they've got desks and they meet with foreign journalists and European travel buyers who buy you know, tour groups and so on and say, look, you've got to come here, you've got to come here, not to the other guy. Well, they did. And, and really, to put into perspective what happened this week, uh, it's projected to bring 8.8 .8 million international visitors to the U.S., and they're saying that that's going to translate into about $28 billion into our economy over the next three years. Okay. How about Orlando? How's yeah, it and the doing? growth uh, the growth in Orlando is unbelievable. They just keep finding lands uh, to build and expand yeah, upon. Do. And you know, you really have to give Disney credit. Uh, they continue to grow this brand and do it successfully. I think the movie franchise, with a successful movie, Frozen, uh, really helps expand and move that along. They've got a new ride coming in. They've revamped Fantasyland. The ride is based on the movie, uh, the very popular Frozen movie. And uh, downtown Disney, as we all recall and remember it, You've is... You've been to that, um, Rudy, have you not? I have. Well, have you ever yes. been there with your yeah. grandkids? Oh, um, my kids, yes, we're younger. Completely yes. undergoing a, a three-year expansion and uh, changing the name, launching it in 2016 as Disney Springs, uh, doubling the number of retail, dining, and entertainment offerings. The NBA has something huge going in in there. It's still a little secretive. They've added a waterfront area. And these numbers are really staggering. Um, last year, Disney World saw 4% growth, attracting almost 20 million visitors. Wow. Uh, and just Disney World alone controls about 71% of the market yeah, down there. But there's a lot going on uh, with Universal, Universal just World. added a second Harry Potter ride. They've got Ooh. a uh, new... We got to go on that there, yeah. Rudy. Not, not <laughs> as good as the first one, though, no. I'll tell you. Not as good as the first one. No. First one. Uh, new property opening with over 1,000 rooms and suites called Sapphire Falls, Caribbean-inspired property at Universal. And Universal also saw 17% growth, 8.3 million geez. visitors. Yeah. Whoa, 70% growth. Jeez. Very high. We'd all like that um, on our return. Yeah, I mean, you really, they, anything, they just yeah. continue yeah. to grow. And SeaWorld has a lot going on. Um, we didn't know this. SeaWorld... Um, in addition to what they do in their, their killer whale famous shows and, and all their work with conservation, has become a destination for roller coaster thrill seekers. They've got the tallest, fastest, and longest coaster coming in 2016 called Mako, 73 miles and per gonna hour. We're going to talk next hour, yeah. actually. With, and that's, uh, we've, got, we've got somebody coming. You know, one thing, though, Rudy, I just wanted to hit on with you. Are you familiar, or Mary, are you familiar with Project Time Off? Oh, yeah, that's this effort to yeah. make us all take all our vacation time. Yes, yeah, like well, the Europeans. Uh, essentially, they want us to... Okay, so just in a nutshell... And this they, is sponsored by the folks who put on the, uh, the, the convention you were at. Correct. The correct. IPW, yep. the International Power, is by USTA. But essentially what they're saying is there are 429 million unused vacation days that squanders about $160 billion of economic activity. So they want us all to take off days and they want so and, and use them all and, and pump more money into the economy. So what, what do you two think about that? 
Well, I, well I, I love more vacation days. I'm all for it. <laughs> all for it. <laughs> I don't think the business owner is, is, is I don't even have to hesitate it. on that. Interesting. Last thing, Rudy, I'll tell you. So last time IPW was in Orlando, uh, uh, well, the first time, I should say, 43 years ago, 1972, there was not a convention center there. They had to hold it at the Tupperware headquarters. <laughs> Robert and Mary Carrier coming back to the second hour to talk about a visit to SeaWorld. Thanks, you guys. Talk to you later. All right, take care. Thanks, Rudy. When I come back, we're going to look into the unusual derivation of the phrase bucket list from a linguist who knows. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. What puts your identity at risk? Do you swipe your debit card at the gas station? Identity thieves can place skimming devices on the payment terminals. Use public Wi-Fi? Identity thieves are known to set up shop around Wi-Fi hotspots, hoping to cash in on your personal information. Do any online banking? Go to the doctor? LifeLock reminds us, banks and health insurers can be susceptible to breaches of your private information. But don't stop living your life. Do what I did and get LifeLock Ultimate Plus Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your social security number, bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, even the equity in your home. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor transactions at every business, but you only have one identity. Protect it with the very best. Call or visit LifeLock.com and save 10% on your membership by using the promo code RUDY. That's promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, to get my special 10% discount. Call 800-637-8149. That's 800-637-8149. Once again, 800-637-8149 for LifeLock Ultimate Plus. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, this could be the most important message of your life. Write down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call 1-800-452-1653. That's 1-800-452-1653. 1653. By calling the treatment helpline for drug and alcohol addiction, you can turn your life around. Our advisors will match you with a proven five-star luxury treatment center that will end your drug or alcohol addiction once and for all. Your future can still be right. When you call right now, you'll speak to someone who understands what you're going through. Let us help you break your addiction to drugs and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential, and if you have private insurance, there should be no cost to you. Take five minutes of your time and call right now. It may change your life for the better. Call 1-800-452-1653. That's 1-800-452-1653. Call 1-800-452-1653. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. About 18 after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by the Iceland Tourism Bureau. Excuse me, Tourist Bureau to be exact, the Iceland Tourist Bureau. Let me tell you about Iceland. If it's starting to get hot and sticky where you are this summer, July and August, if you live on the East Coast or down south, go to Iceland. Now, it's not going to be cold. I know the name. It sounds like it's cold all year round. It's not. It is gorgeous. And the Iceland Tourist Bureau is happy to offer listeners to this radio show some trips that are so well-priced, I can't believe it. If you're looking for a quick getaway or a fun vacation experience, well, Iceland is the closest place you can go in Europe. Short flight from the East Coast. How about a relaxing four-day, three-night spa break at the world-famous Blue Lagoon and the 
They'll throw in the Golden Circle Tour, the Fontana Geothermal Baths, the sites of Reykjavik, the capital city of Iceland, all for around $500 per person. Really? Or you can consider the eight-day, seven-night Iceland luxury tour. It includes Reykjavik's vibrant culture, culinary nightlife, as well as historic sites, hot springs, the waterfall of the gods, glaciers, black lava beaches, spectacular views, the northern lights all around the country. You'll have deluxe hotel accommodations. You'll enjoy three-course dinners each night. You'll have a premium car rental. All that starts at about 1600 per person. We're talking, again, we're talking eight days and seven nights. Uh, there are multiple other trip options available as well. You can learn more about these packages just for readers, excuse me, just for listeners of Rudy Max's World. Go to RudyMaxa.com and click on the Iceland Tourist Bureau logo on that very first page. Uh, that's RudyMaxa.com. Click on Iceland Tourist Bureau. Or you can visit the website at itbtravel.is. It is coming up, believe it or not, to the 60th, well, it's just started, the 60th anniversary of the Disney Empire. It's been 60 years since Walt Disney thought, let's have a little fun. James Schillinglaw was on the show. He was on the show last week, actually. Um, nice to have him back. He was talking about that new Viking River cruise, all the ocean cruise uh, vessel, the Viking Star. But uh, I gather you've been to Disney, uh, Disneyland uh, lately down in Orlando, James. What, looking back... I mean, is this not one of the great business success stories when it comes to entertainment in the United States or maybe the world? Well, Rudy, it certainly ha it is one of the most the biggest success story. If you look at how the company has grown, although ironically, it did, a lot of that growth didn't occur during Walt Disney's tenure. Uh, you know, it was Walt's vision to have Disneyland, and you know, as the, as the the story goes, he wanted a place to take his daughters because he didn't like those kind of sort of grimy carnivals that he was taking them to. So he created uh, Disneyland. And uh, it is still, you know, ground zero for the Disney empire, so to speak. And I was there for a media preview a couple weeks back, and now they are in full swing with the 60th anniversary celebrations. Uh, it's it's really you know for me Disneyland still is the the great park. It's 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 almost a historical attraction, if you will. Uh, everyone has their favorite rides, and their new rides being developed all the time. But it really is was the ground zero for the Disney Empire, and then Walt began planning Walt Disney World in Florida, which he unfortunately never lived to see. And now we have parks in uh, Paris, uh, Tokyo, um, you know, uh, and soon Shanghai. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the Disney has just grown so enormously and as a media and entertainment empire. I think you meant to say Walt Disney World in, in Southern California, uh, not Florida. But yes, um, that's interesting. I didn't no, know Walt, didn't... Walt, Walt Disney World in Florida. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that's right. Disneyland in California. I'm sorry. 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 I had Disneyland in Orlando in your introduction. <laughs> I'm ready. <That's... laughs> I'm sorry. Of course. Walt Disney World in Florida came came second after Disneyland. That's right. Um, I, uh, but but uh, do I have it correct that the world didn't start with Disneyland? Disney started as a as a movie studio, and then came the amusement parks. Right. That is correct. Uh, Disney originally started in the 1920s uh, as an animating animated studio. He he created cartoons that were shown around feature films at the time, and uh, his first character, uh, believe it or not, as many of us who like Disney lore uh, know, was Oswald the Rabbit, not Mickey Mouse. Boy, Oswald didn't survive, did he? Uh, no, uh, you know, the, the, even in one of the shows that they have commemorating Walt Disney in the, in the 60th anniversary, you know, Walt is fond of saying it all started with a mouse, and, and I'll correct him, it all started with a rabbit, but unfortunately he lost the rights to that rabbit, and uh, the rest is history. He found, instead, he developed Mickey Mouse. 
How important business-wise to the bottom line are the amusement parks versus the studio now? Do you have any sense of are they equal and do they bring uh, equal value to the bottom line? The answer in, in most recent results that I've seen, the, the Disney parks are really doing very, very well and sometimes better than the movie studio. It used to be the other way around for a long period of time, but uh, in recent financial results, the Disney parks are really strong. And, it, you know, I was just there and... Uh, they had a 24-hour uh, opening celebration for the 60th anniversary, and man, the crowds were just pouring in. You know, got a lot of people have incredible affinity with Disney, and I think that just serves to show how strong a brand it is. And and that brand now is really revolves around the theme parks. James Schillinglaw is my guest. He's editor-in-chief and a cruise specialist, by the way, with Travel Alliance Media, which publishes TravelPulse.com, where you can read his writings, TravelPulse.com. Uh, his Twitter handle is at Travel James, all one word, at Travel James. Um, James, what I remember the first Disney cruise ship, and I know you cover the cruise industry. There, There's more than one now, right? There are now four. No. Uh, there were, there, These are big ships, right? Well, two of them are about 2,400 passengers, double occupancy, and the other two are close to, I think, about 4,000. I don't have the figures right in front of me. They built the first two in the 90s, and then they uh, built the next two, uh, larger ships, uh, just about five, six years ago. Are they flying the same waters all the time? No, now, now they're you know they have a big enough fleet that they can be all over the place. They they do the you know there is the, the sort of classic three and four night to Bahamas. There are some seven night cruises a lot in the Caribbean, but now Disney goes in a lot of other places. They do a lot in the Med. You can go to the Mediterranean, and they do stuff on the West Coast. You go to Hawaii, I think I believe there's Alaska certainly, and Mexico. And uh, they really are are expanding dramatically. Now, as far as I know, there are no more plans to build more ships, but they now have a very significant fleet, and it really is one of the great family cruise lines. Well, I was going to ask you, I'm sure you've been on them. I had no idea they were in Europe, James. Um, You've been on them. I presume this is all family all the time, these cruise ships. I mean, yeah, you know, that's one of the misnomers. Uh, you can actually have a great time as an adult. I would argue that you probably have to have some kind of affinity with Disney, but on the new ships, there's actually a great adult entertainment zone with nightclubs and bars and really creative, as only Disney can do it. So you really don't have to have kids to be on board, but I do believe you need an affinity with the Disney brand and, and the Disney characters. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I've obviously been wrong in this interview, mixing up Disneyland with Disney World. Um, is it Was it his, his daughter who died last year, and didn't she endow or open a, uh, a sort of a Disney museum in yeah, San Francisco there? That is correct, and, and it is supposed to be quiet. I have not unfortunately seen it. I'd love to go out one of these days, but you can certainly see all things Disney at that museum. And uh, uh, But even in the parks, you know, you can go um, – in Walt Disney World, they have a very nice attraction about Disney the Man that has a lot of artifacts, and it's actually one of my favorite things. Not one of my kids, I'll have you know. They, they don't like that history stuff, but I love that history. I kind of grew up on it. Uh, and uh, so you can see that in Disney World at uh, the Disney Studios. Uh, but yes, in San Francisco, there is that family museum, and uh, I, one of these days I do have to get out there. And that, by the way, is uh, it's at the Presidio, which is the former army base near the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, which has been sort of taken over and turned uh, turned into a a park. There's a hotel there. There are restaurants, uh, and and that's where you'll find what's called the Walt Disney Family Museum that his daughter, late daughter, who just passed away in the last year, 
uh, put together. How does Disney, I mean, who's the driving force um, that keeps Disney so current? um, We were just talking to Robert and Mary Carey who were down in Orlando for Pow Wow, and they were talking about the new, I mean, even the, the uh, you know, the, the, inter- the, the way you are introduced to, to, to Disney, uh, Walt Disney World there, uh, it's just constantly being refreshed. Well, that's what happens. Is, I mean, they're very strong about protecting the brand of Disney. Uh, it, it is amazing how unified they are, no, no matter who is overseeing the, uh, the company. You know, I, I have to say that uh, uh, Michael Eisner, uh, really pers- who was the previous chairman to Bob Iger, really presided over a, a incredible growth spurt for Disney. Uh, you know, previously it was just two parks. It was Disneyland and Disney World. And, you know, uh, Tokyo and we've got, well, yeah, Tokyo, Paris, he did, he dramatically expanded Disney world to now four parks and two, three water parks, I believe. Um, and now Bob, Bob Iger, who's the, the new chairman and, and has really carried on from there, but it's the culture of the company. I think that really everybody, you know, admires and knows that they can really Trust the Disney right. and to deliver something that is going to be great. James, uh, James I got it. We, we're cutting, coming to a break. I want to thank you for joining me. You can check out his writing at travelpulse.com. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800 387 8025. And so is the website at rudymaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. If you're seeking the adventure of a lifetime, a fun trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time to visit Iceland. Yes, Iceland. Right now, the Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's World listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Iceland Luxury Tour or the Around Iceland's Ring Road. Packages are amazing eight-day, seven-night trips starting around $1,600 per person. The experiences and exclusives you'll receive are outstanding. Check these special offers out at RudyMaxa.com and click on the link to Iceland Tourism Bureau. If you like painting and saving, ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during our four-day super sale, June 5th through the 8th. With 40% off our exceptional paints and stains and 30% off painting supplies, you can give your whole home a color makeover. But hurry, these savings are so super, they won't be around for long. Find your nearest store at sherwinwilliams.com sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy max's world it's 33 after the hour here in rudy max's world probably 33 after the hour where you are as well and unless you were in a cave this week you read all those headlines continuing headlines about the apparent theft well not apparent the theft of four million names and identities of government employees. It made me think of uh, our sponsor, LifeLock.com, which by sheer chance is sponsoring this segment of the show and asks if you swipe your credit or debit card at the gas station, uh, you use public Wi-Fi at hotels or when you're away from home at restaurants, uh, maybe you use cards to do online banking or when you go to the doctor you pay. All that information gets stored somewhere. And apparently, if the U.S. government is any uh, example, it can be stolen. 
Don't stop living your life. Instead, do what the carriers and I have done. Get LifeLock Ultimate Plus Identity Plus Protection, Identity Theft Protection. Excuse me. It helps protect your social security number, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, even the equity in your home. Now, obviously, no one can prevent all identity theft. Just ask Uncle Sam. Uh, but identity theft. Uh, excuse me. But uh, LifeLock will uh, will protect all those things that have to do with your uh, your identity, and they'll help you recover from any identity theft. So check them out by going to uh, RudyMaxa.com and clicking on uh, the homepage for sponsors or give them a ring and use the promo code Rudy and you'll save 10%. That's all you got to do is use my name, Rudy. They give you 10% off. 800-637-8149. That's 800-637-8149. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a baby boomer and I don't remember hearing the phrase travel bucket when I was a young adult or even younger than being a young adult. But it's everywhere now. Everybody's got a, uh, got, got a, got a bucket list um, for where they want to go, what they want to do. It doesn't even have to do with tra- have to do with travel anymore. I got a bucket list. I need to accomplish these things uh, before I, I die. Ben Simmer is the executive editor of Vocabulary.com, and he recently wrote a column. He writes a regular column called Word on the Street in the Wall Street Journal that's fascinating. It has to do, obviously, with the history of words. And he took a look at the phrase bucket list, and I'm delighted to have him on the show. Mr. Zimmer, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. Hi. Thanks for having me. Now, I just find the history – well, let's back up. I guess if you can start with, with where the word bucket may have come from or did, has come from. Uh, that's right. When we talk about the bucket list, uh, what's implied there is things you want to do before you die, literally uh, uh, using that phrase, kicking the bucket, to make a bucket list. And uh, kicking the bucket is a colorful idiom that goes back a few centuries, and um, it actually has to do with a different meaning of bucket. We think of bucket meaning pail, but uh, in the old days, bucket could have another meaning, a kind of a beam that you could hang an animal from when it's being slaughtered, and the last thing that the animal would do before dying when it's slaughtered would be to kick that beam, so kick bucket. That meaning has been lost in time, but we still have this unusual idiom, and that's what gave rise to the bucket list. That is just extraordinary. How do how do words cross over from, uh, you know, animals kicking beams in medieval times or, or later, perhaps, but uh, to, to 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 becoming analogous with a list of things we need to do. Well, yeah, I mean, it just shows how uh, the twists and turns that language can take, you know. I mean, a lot of these idioms in English, if you stop and think about them, um, don't necessarily make much sense, but they, they hang on in the language. That's what happened with kick the bucket, even though this old sense of bucket faded away. We still talk about that, and uh, even though it's kind of an odd image. Um, but that image was actually what... Uh, uh, what a screenwriter named Justin Zackham was thinking about when he put created a list that he called Justin's list of things to do before kicking the bucket, and he just shortened that to Justin's bucket list. Uh, and he, you know, he had uh, lots of things on there like um, going to going to visit the Great Wall of China or Mount Everest or uh, the the pyramids in Egypt. Um, and then a few years later, he realized that could make a great uh, screenplay for a movie. And so he came up with the bucket list. That, that term, the bucket list, was not in circulation before that movie came out in 2007. So you attribute the derivation of bucket list to that movie? 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, it's something that a lot of people think, oh, it must have been around before the movie. Sure. But, uh, there's no evidence, actually, that, that people were using it before the movie came out. That is phenomenal. I know you're very involved in uh, in, 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 in wordsmithing and, and, the, and the, etymo- the history of words. Um, how do you research something like this? How do you find out? Do you do, do, you, do a Google search and find bucket list didn't appear until this movie appeared? Uh, yeah, there are lots of different databases that you can consult. Uh, you know, you can uh, look at, for instance, the Google Books database, or you can look at uh, newspaper databases like LexisNexis and all sorts of things like that, um, and try to piece together the story. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, uh, the, the story of Bucket List really starts when uh, this movie was being announced. Uh, you know, and it was a, a big, a major motion picture, of course, with Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson, and it got lots of attention. And the the bucket list that uh, they create, and they you know travel the world, their terminal cancer patients, living it up while they still can, that attracted enough attention uh, for people who you know even if they didn't see the movie, they became familiar with this phrase, started using it. Um, started using it, especially when they're talking about traveling to exotic places and things like that. Um, and it just really spread from there. Amazing. And now it's part of our lexicon. You could read more of Ben Zimmer's writings. There are links to his articles at his website, which is Ben Zimmer, Z-I-M-M-E-R, dot com. Take a look at it if you're interested in words. Fascinating. Ben, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. So there it is. There you have it. That's how Bucket List came to be, and that's why it's part of our everyday language. When we come back, we'll talk to a sommelier about how airlines choose the wine that you drink when you're up in the air. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. Face it, folks, shaving is a pain. Most people think an expensive razor is the fix, but three blades, six blades, heck, 15 blades won't matter. You'll still get nicks, bumps, and irritation. The secret to a pain-free shave? Cremo cream. Foams and gels are mostly air, but Cremo is a rich, impossibly slick cream. Any razor will glide over your skin for a more comfortable, pain-free shave. Want a better shave? Then get a better shave cream. Cremo cream. Red cap, white tube, Find it at Walmart, Target, CVS Pharmacy, and Walgreens. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about relief factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about relief factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, this could be the most important message of your life. Write down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call 1-800-452-1653. That's 1-800-452-1653. By calling the treatment helpline for drug and alcohol addiction, you can turn your life around. Our advisors will match you with a proven five-star luxury treatment center that will end your drug or alcohol addiction once and for all. Your future can still be right. When you call right now, you'll speak to someone who understands what you're going through. Let us help you break your addiction to drugs and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential. And if you have private insurance, there should be no cost to you. Take five minutes of your time and call right now. It may change your life for the better. Call 1-800-452-1653. That's 1-800-452-1653. Call 1-800-452-1653. Mom, I can't do my math homework. I just don't get it. 
I'm no good at math. I hate math. <sighs> I've always considered myself a good mother, but when it came to my son Billy's math, I was at a loss. It wasn't that he didn't try, but he kept falling further behind and losing confidence. Then a friend told me about Math Made Easy DVDs. You can order any subject from arithmetic to fractions, percents, algebra, even calculus. Concepts are simplified in an entertaining way, so students enjoy learning at their own pace in the convenience of home. It's as easy as watching TV. Best of all, it's affordable for everyone. Listen, end the frustration. Call Math Made Easy. Call now for a 30-day risk-free trial. 800-USA-MATH. With Math Made Easy, your child will always be prepared and one step ahead. Call now, 800-USA-MATH. That's 800-USA-6284. Or visit us at mathmadeeasy.com. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. Welcome back. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Premier Meats. Their website is actually WeBeMeats, W-E-B-E Meats.com. And if you're looking for something special, a meal that rivals the best you've experienced while traveling or at a top hotel, Consider We Be Meats. Father's Day coming, and it's a great gift for dads. This is a family-operated business for more than 50 years, and they offer never-frozen meats and fishes. Deliver fish, excuse me, <laughs> meats and fishes. Fishes and loaves, fish and loaves. Never-frozen uh, proteins delivered straight to your doorstep. You can choose from an outstanding variety of fresh beef, pork, chicken, lamb, venison, bison, and seafood. These are superior to supermarket meats and seafood. They're packed and shipped cold, always fresh, never-frozen. WeBeMeats.com provides you with the freshest, highest-quality meats available, hand cut by artisans, all sourced from local and family farms, raised with no hormones or antibiotics. If you enter the promo code RUDY at checkout, you'll save an additional 20%, R-U-D-Y, 20% off. Weeby, W-E-B-E, meats.com. Weebemeats.com has been providing uh, proteins for the top restaurants in the U.S. for decades. Now you can have them in your own home. So give them a try by going to weebemeats.com. Save 20% by using the promo code RUDY at checkout. Or there's a link to them at RudyMaxa.com under the sponsors page. So how did that wine get in your hand last time you were on a plane? I mean, who decides what two reds or two whites or one sparkling, maybe two if you're lucky, sparkling wines are served on planes? And is it any different buying wines or selecting wines for drinking in the air as opposed to drinking on the ground. Andrea Robinson is a master consulting sommelier with Delta Airlines. We'll talk about a program they've just started with the Spanish wine region of Rioja in just a moment. But, Andrea, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. The uh, first thing I want to ask you is how is it different, as a wine expert, choosing wine that is consumed in the air as opposed to on the ground? Well, it's quite a bit different. Um, you really have to think about the conditions that an aircraft creates for your sense of se- smell, which is really what drives how you taste flavors in a wine. And what happens is that at altitude, two things. First of all, it's a really dry environment, right, in the ca- in the cabin. And right. so uh, the, your, your smeller is going to be really kind of numbed by that. And so your ability to get nuances and detail and, uh, and the whole complexity of the wine is greatly affected by the dryness. And then second, there is the lower pressure uh, in the cabin. And as 
a wine evaporates and the aromatics um, start to, you know, uh, come up from the surface of the wine when you're tasting it, those aromatics are carried through to your olfactory bulb. But if in the low cabin pressure, they're flying by pretty fast. And so you don't get the same concentration of aromas as you would on terra firma. So both drying sensation and the, uh, and the cabin pressure make a wine less expressive. So you really have to go for wines that have a lot of presence on the palate and a lot of expression and not too much intense tannin, which is that sensation in red wines that makes you, your mouth feel like it's puckering because that adds to that dryness that you're already dealing with in the cabin. Well, that pretty well describes the wine from the wines from central Spain, the Rioja region, which are big, fruity, as I recall. I haven't had one in about a month, but uh, big red wines. Uh, Andrea, are you? do you buy all the wines for Delta Airlines? Well, I recommend uh, the wines for their uh, Delta One um, business class, international business class okay. cabin. And so um, so that's, that's our premium product, and we really work hard to make great selections available. And Rioja is just one of those categories that has shown so beautifully in flight and gotten such great customer feedback. Um, and so we're, we're super excited about it and, and uh, looking for the next great one to come on board. This must be a big deal when airline comes to when an airline comes to a wine producer or in this case a region. I presume you have more than one uh, label of Rioja. It must be a big deal when airline comes and says we want to buy some wine. This is not you know somebody stopping by Napa or Sonoma Winery and buying three bottles because they like the taste at the tasting room. Absolutely. Um, when you're when you're selecting for an airline, it's, a, it's really a great opportunity for a wine region or an, an individual label because. We have a wonderful style of service where the, uh, the, the bottle is served in the aisle, um, you know, right to the customer with a taste first to, you know, for them to check it out, just as you would experience in fine dining restaurant service. Mm-hmm. And so for, you know, for a winery reg- or region, you know, the customer is very much aware of exactly what they're tasting, and they get a chance to check out the label, get some information about it from our Sky Sommeliers, who are our wine-trained attendants, and uh, it really creates a memorable experience. So then when they're, you know, done with their trip, if they've had it, had that great wine experience on board, then they're going to, you know, want to do it again. And so it's a really great showcase for a wine region or brand to be able to be served with fine food and a great service flair um, in the airline. Got it. If you'd like more information on Rioja Wines, just go to riojawines.com. And if you'd like more uh, information on Andrea Robinson, go to her site, Andrea, Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, andreawine.com. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. Connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. 43 after the hour. In the previous segment, I suggested if you wanted to know more about the Spanish wines from the Rioja region, you go to RiojaWine.com. Well, that was correct advice, but I probably should have spelled Rioja for you. It's R-I-O-J-A. So it's all one word. 
R-I-O-J-A-Wine.com. And Andrea Robinson, my guest, she's a master sommelier. No small achievement, by the way, to become a master sommelier. Her website is Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, Wine.com. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by ReliefFactor.com. If you're a regular listener, you know that Relief Factor, we've been talking about Relief Factor for a while and how you can get your two-week trial pack for just $19.95. This is an all-natural product designed to relieve you of pain, joint pain, muscle pain, inflammation. Um, Jerry in Paducah, Kentucky, wrote us to say my right knee started to give out, and with a week I could feel a week or two of taking Relief Factor. I could feel there was no problem anymore. I work out regularly. I can walk one, two, three miles without a problem. Don't have any issues going downstairs thanks to Relief Factor. Um, it's a very unique product, able to combine four different natural, natural, I underline that word, products to solve my inflammatory problems. Certainly worked very well for me. That's Jerry, by the way, folks. So if you suffer from muscle joint pain, muscle or joint pain, inflammation, give it a try and stop popping those popular over-the-counter painkillers that may be harming your body. Relief Factor is all natural. You can get a two-week supply to try out for only $19.95. See if it works. This product works so well that... Uh, well, it's worth the 20 bucks. Check it out at relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or go to rudymaxa.com and look under sponsors. Now, here is a job. Here's a man who's got a job we all want. His street name is Dr. Beach. And every year for 25 years, he has been grading the beaches of the United States and picking the top 10. He's got the credentials to do it because his real name is Dr. Stephen P. Leatherman. He's a professor and director at the Laboratory for Coastal Research at Florida International University. And recently he came out with his top 10 for this year. We're going to tell you what the top one is in just a moment. But first, uh, Dr. Leatherman, welcome to the show. Pleasure to be with you. And how the heck do you? I mean, do you visit all these beaches? Because I know you have an entire. Give us some of the. Give us some of the criteria you use to pronounce a beach one of the best in the country, and then tell me, do you visit them all? Oh, absolutely. Oh, one must. Yes, absolutely. I have to be there. Sure. All right. What are those? What are some of the criteria you take into consideration? Well, first of all, you have got to have clean sand and clean water. People want that first and first and foremost. And secondly. Uh, people like white sand, the whiter the better, fine sand. Uh, of course, it's for swimming beaches, so you've got to have clean sand, clean water, and clear water, warm water, good beach weather. People, uh, Beach safety is a big issue. Uh, and also some creature comforts. People like bathrooms nearby. They, you know, they want uh, good access for parking, uh, but uh, not too crowded. It's sort of a balance between nature and the built environment, but uh, certainly favoring nature. But Beyond that, uh, people like waves, but not too big waves. Uh, <laughs> Fifty factors all together. I mean, I really look at everything. You sound like the th- uh, you sound like the three bears story. Checking out, no, a little not a little too soft. Does, if the beach is is fringed with palm trees, do they get extra points? Uh, well, yes. If they, I look at aesthetics. I look at views, far and distant, and so all that counts. And trees are good because they give you shade as well. All right, we don't have enough time to go through all ten, but let's start with let's let's go right to the winner, number one this year. Now you do not repeat, so uh, you know these are new beaches compared to last year. It doesn't mean it's better than the one last year. What is the number one beach in the United States in your uh, from your studies right now? Wamanalo Bay Beach Park in Oahu, Hawaii. Fantastic place. Hope you can visit it. So not on most people's list, so it's in a little small Hawaiian village. On the other side of the mountain from Waikiki, so a lot of people just sort of go by and never see it. But if you take the time, you'll find plenty of ample parking, free parking. It has uh, bathrooms and showers, has a lifeguard. 
uh, very shallow water, so it's very safe. The water's pure turquoise color, green turquoise. Oh, it's oh, beautiful. You're killing me white, here. White coral sand. The beach, the entire beach is five miles long. It's the longest beach in Oahu and Hawaii. And, oh, my gosh, it's just a beautiful place. And also, if you like to do bodyboard, uh, bodyboarding, it's got a little break there. So very safe as long as you stay close to shore. Onshore winds, always cool breeze. So what a place. And five miles long. What are beaches number two and three? <clears throat> number two is Barefoot Beach. That tells you something about the sand quality, doesn't it? Yeah, where's that? Bonita Springs in Florida, just north of Naples. Okay. And, and a lot of small shells. If you like to pick up shells, there are millions of them there. Number three is St. George Island State Park in the Florida Panhandle. Uh, not near any real city, but uh, it's a beautiful island uh, and really beautiful white sand beach. It's so white, it looks like snow. Delightful, delightful. You going to do this again next year? Yes, I'm going to keep doing this. Now, this is 25 years, a quarter wow. of a century. Next year, I'm going to start all over, and every beach is going to have a chance. And I'm starting to emphasize more so no smoking beaches. I'm giving beaches extra Excellent. credit for no smoking and beach increased beach safety. Excellent. Nothing worse than stepping on a cigarette filter as you're on the beach. Dr. Beach is his uh, easy-to-remember name, which means he's got a very easy-to-remember website. It's Dr. Dr. DrBeach.org, just the abbreviation for Dr. DrBeach.org. His real name, of course, is Dr. Leatherman, and he is an academic who does study beaches. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Leatherman. My pleasure to be with you. You're listening to Rudy Max's World, all travel, all the time. We're going to take a short break here, about six minutes or so. Stick around. Some of our stations leave us. That breaks my heart, but uh, glad you could join us for this out. Let's do it again next weekend. Meanwhile, the rest of us, stick around. we got lots more travel coming up. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.